Randy and it's Dave and it's a podcast. They talk and stuff. Randy says stuff and Dave says stuff. It's a podcast. Just listen, okay? Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. It's really great to see you. Welcome to the Randy and Dave podcast for May 26th, 2020. I'm Randy. And I'm Dave. I think we should say that again once we know that there are people watching. You can just pick our nose. In the upper left corner there, it'll, it'll tell you how many people are watching. I have zero eyes, but three hearts and thumb. So it's just you and me, Betty. No, I see Courtney there. Courtney just Well, said now hi. there's two people. Okay. Nobody can, it's not yeah. official until we, they hear us say it's official. All righty. So. Courtney's fucking here. Okay. Hey, you know, I'm out on my driveway in my neighborhood that overwhelmingly voted for a Republican for Congress. So you got to, you got to watch the language. Um, hi, Daisy. Welcome. Uh, yeah, that's your fault. So can you hear me okay, or do I need to move that microphone closer to my head? Folks, respond. Or is this better? Well, I need to... If you can move it, you might as well move it. I'd need to hold it. I can't find another table. Who cares? All right. This will just have to do. Unless... If, if unless my my sound is really bad, if my sound is really bad, someone let me know. All right, so do the opening again. We've got like four people. Welcome to the Randy and Dave podcast. I'm Randy. I'm Dave. Great. How was that? That was good. Was that better? I felt it. So. David decided to take over the technical controls of the podcast today which freed me up to get out of the shed and um, podcast from the great outdoors. This is my, I'm podcasting from my driveway and um, which is where friends, some friends have come over and uh, sat six feet away and we sit around on the driveway and, and enjoy each other's company and in a social distancing kind of way. And it's, and it's nice. So I'm doing this tonight in, in, uh, in, uh, observance of that i respect that i i have neighbors here down in apartmentsville santa monica um who gather out on the drive next to the carport and they drink beers socially distant and i even though i don't really like those neighbors i appreciate that aspect of that i have so a question i have a question mm-hmm. about that are you friends with those neighbors on Facebook? No, not a chance. I barely okay. know their names. As a, okay. matter, as a matter of fact, I don't. Okay, that's good because you just said you didn't like them. So, I will say this. Um, a friend of mine was out here doing um, car detailing, and he was detailing my car because... That's why he was here. And that neighbor came by 
and she drove in and he's very out there. You know, he doesn't care about anything. I know between me and her, she's cold. She doesn't say hello. A lot of stuff that makes me feel like not a great neighbor. Um, he starts chatting her up and saying, I could really work on that car, you know, and he's not being metaphorical. He's actually talking about her car. And suddenly I'm in a conversation, which is the longest conversation I've ever had with her in, you know, two years that she's lived here. And I realized, I realized, oh, she's human. What kind of beer is that? Bex. Because Bex is the best. Is that it's, actually, it's German beer, but I gave it a Dutch sound. Sorry. This is a pineapple popsicle. Well, now you know, Sean, if you were asking. Oh, Sean, he was. All right. Hi. So I got to get something off my chest. Do it. Really, all joking aside, our president is the biggest fucking asshole that I could imagine being president. This what what, what he did this this tweeting of the the Joe Scarborough is a murderer stuff and and expecting to tweet stuff without Twitter um, like Twitter's not allowed to fact check him uh, that that's any anytime someone fact checks him or or tells the truth about something that he said. That's infringing on his First Amendment rights. And that is such unbelievable bullshit. And this, the fact that he's saying, well, you know, I will do something as president to prevent Twitter from doing this. It just, I'm, I'm, I, the guy is just fucking evil. I mean, and, and here on Memorial Day, he's, he's throwing out all this horrible stuff. I mean, this guy, a, a president is supposed to be a leader, a uniter, somebody to... Mm -hmm. to bring the country together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, so, and and he is just horrible i mean he's the most divisive horrible evil guy i and I, i'm just so freaking sick of this shit and it's worse than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> when you voted for him yeah because i figured you know Hey, two pays for everybody. There you go. So he got your vote for that, yeah. 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 Um, don't so anyway, you? I'm just, I'm, I'm just. I'm absolutely just livid. I can't. I can't even believe. And anybody who would defend such a horrible piece of crap for a human being is just. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with this anger that I have toward him and anyone who voted for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we want to. I'm at the sighing stage. That's all I have. You and know? it's not political. It's not even political. It has nothing to do with ideology or right versus left, or it's just, it's just him. It's about him and, 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 and what he, what works for him, you know, what, what people think of him and how he's king and, and, and it has nothing to do with anything other than that. I mean, I don't know how stupid you have to be. I mean, I've, I know a lot of Christian people and almost none of them that I met were stupid, but, and yet he's out there 
I mean, I would be so insulted if I were Christian that he's talking about how we have, we must open up these churches and like using this as a political tool, uh, uh, a political football, you know, just yeah, up issue. Remember that they've been primed for years, right? To believe that they're under assault in our culture, right? And not, not by him primed by Republican dogma and, and Fox news. So, and they've never had a president to speak so forthrightly about defending Christianity, essentially. Never. So they don't care what he does. From a virus? He says that. <laughs> From what? Yes, you're right. The oppressed white Christians of this country. It's, it's <laughs> I can't, I, it must be hard for them to wake up every day, to summon the will to go on. Yeah, it's it's hard. But yeah. I don't know what to say about it, Randy. I mean, I feel you, of course. And 40% of this country, some 40% is going to be on the losing side and is going to have to be brought along. But that's it just that even that is disturbing to me. The fact that there are 40% of Americans who would support this guy, even even if he loses, it's not about power. It's not about who's going to control the government. It's not even about who's what what kinds of policies are going to move us forward. It's about the fact that we are living among people who would vote for this man. But again, you're not taking in that there are reasons that people that are not not hateful reasons that people will vote for him, and and that we all of us are susceptible to some of well, that blinders on thinking. Then they're just stupid. They're either hateful. Most or of the time, stupid. I think that. So it's I'm I play devil's advocate. I think that too. I want to fucking punch people and kill them. <laughs> well, see, I stop short of that one. I want to. Okay. I know. Um, by the way, is that NSA guy joining this call? I did we? Well, I got I got two Mike Garcia posters, two doors down. I'm looking at one. <laughs> two doors down. That's the uh, the Republican uh, heavy duty Trump aligning guy uh, who just ran for Katie Hill's abandoned seat in Congress and and destroyed. So uh, so that tells you my neighborhood. Yeah, Shawnee, have you got any thoughts on that? Because, you know, Shawnee was doing some getting out the vote for the non-winner. Well, I will say there's a few things. One, one there's um, the fact that the Republicans really did see this as a flippable district and that they put a lot of money and a lot of uh, um, party backing into Mike Garcia. Uh, that's one. Two, ooh, somebody, somebody's cooking something really good. Anyway, um, um, two is that Christy Smith was a lame candidate. It's like, just because she, it's like, well, let's look around and who's like the highest ranking politician we have. Uh, oh, okay. Christy Smith, she's a state senator uh, or assembly person or whatever. Uh, uh, let's let's uh, run her, you know, like, again, the Democrats never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. So I, I want to give a little context for those of you not 
Southern California. Uh, Katie Hill was the a Democrat who flipped Randy's district in Congress. And then she got into a little scandal where it turned out she was having an affair with someone on her she campaign was shamed out of congress is what is what happened she she got me too essentially um well, she get me too. broke she some too. rules yeah and uh, she gave up a lot of people it's a little bit like with um you know uh what's his name who left used to be on saturday night live um bill murray Exactly. When Bill Murray was a congressman, a senator, and he had to leave because of that holding people's butts in photographs. You know, I'm thinking that wasn't Bill Murray. All right. I have to throw this away because I'm, I'm attracting bugs. I'll be right back. Okay. So I'll just, um, I'm going to eat a lemon on camera. Mm. Christy will not mop the floor with Mike Garcia in November, Shawnee. I am afraid you are dreaming. All right, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a few. I'm gonna put out. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some wisdom down on the table. Okay, go. Thank you. It's Al Franken. Thank you. Gosh, it's, you guys. I'm externalizing my hard drive to to our viewers. You're externalizing yeah. your hard drive. My brain. Oh. Um. This election was a special election. It was not a midterm election. It was not a general election. It was a special election. It wasn't a primary. Democrats are not motivated for this random special election. And so that default kind of energy where Republicans tend to show up better played out. But Trump is gonna be on the ticket in November when this same seat, which is formerly the Katie Hill seat, um, goes back up and Christie will run against Mike Garcia again to, to for the full term. And I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of coattail um, winners if Democratic. There's um, no question. There's no question that you're going to get a bigger Democratic turnout in uh, in November. Uh, but you, you got to remember, this is this is a pretty conservative area. And um, but it flipped. It, it did. Flip. It did flip. It was historically. I mean, the 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 one congressman who had been our only congressman for decades, uh, Buck McKeon, um, you know, was was a was a conservative guy, and then I forget Steve Knight took over from him, uh, won, and then Katie Hill somehow Katie Hill won, although she didn't win by a lot, but uh, but she ran against again Steve Knight was a very weak candidate, so I I think yeah. I don't know. But I, I know I saw like uh, I saw David Frum, who I usually think is a pretty clever guy, who I do think is a clever guy, was on Lawrence O'Donnell uh, yesterday, and he was saying how he thinks that the, the Republicans are going to be absolutely decimated in um, in November because everybody's going to turn out for the Democrats and just it's just going to go all the way down ticket. So. Um, I hope so. I mean, look, David Frum is part of the never Trumper, the neoconservatives who have rejected Trump. And one of my theories about a lot of the neoconservatives is there were a lot of Jewish neoconservatives 
And once Trump got in, they were able to separate themselves from the Republicans because they recognized some of the anti-Semitism in Trump's base. And I think that made it easier for them to break and become never Trumpers. That's my third. And how big a block is that? Well, I mean, I could name two. <laughs> Brett Stevens, <laughs> uh, Bill Crystal, okay. Brett Stevens, oh, David Crumb. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, the George Wills of the... And the is George uh, Will Jewish? No. So I'm talking about... Wait, the, but, but it's not just... They didn't break off just because they're Jewish. No, but I have a theory that it made it easier. It made it easier. That's why there's a lot of smart Republicans who are still on board with Trump. And I think if you're a Jew, you you know, it's all about where do you align? What tribe are you prioritizing? Speaking of George Will, he wrote an article about the, I forget her name now, the governor of Rhode Island, who apparently is this, who is this very accomplished Democratic first woman governor of of Rhode Island and that she would make a good running mate for Biden. Although I, I don't know that any governor of Rhode Island would ever get put on a ticket uh, electoral electorally uh, doesn't really do much for you, but uh, I still think uh, Whitmer is the way to go. Um, yeah. Okay, Whitmer. There's a coyote right there. Okay. okay. A coyote. If he, if he runs with a coyote, that's fine. Okay. Now you mean someone who helps someone cross the border? No, we get we. <laughs> I get coyotes across the street every now and then. It's funny because I also get roadrunners. So okay. Anyway, so you said uh, you had uh, topics that you wanted to talk. I, about. I did have topics. So I maybe did we not can... look in my email. Um, no. No. because so I'll just I was, talk because I was working all day. So you just tell me what those topics are, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> it's kind of the template for the show. Um, but I'm going to go straight to, because we already brought it up, was a little bit of the um, Trump. Um, so one of the stories you brought up is the, the fact that he's been retweeting, re, retweeting tweets. The crazy thing is that he's like, I mean, yes, crazy conspiracy theorists, uh, theories and um, like that that nutty guy who said that Sandy Hook never happened and, and you know, mm -hmm. crazy conspiracy nutcases like that have always been a thing on the internet and will always be. But rarely are they led by the President of the United States. God. God. Mostly really. So um, the widower, I'm reading this now since you know how I like to do this. I know. But this is regarding Twitter. And the president. Don't read the whole thing. Just the uh, not the not the whole story. Okay, the widower of Lori Klausutis, whose death President Trump has used to smear the MSNBC host Joe Scarborough. I'm just going to do this because well, let's start with all right. This was this woman was a intern or just worked in his office. I think she may have been an intern. Are you okay, David? Are you having? Yes, no, I'm fine. I've... Well, okay. Uh, uh, he worked in his office a decade ago, or whatever, or more. Yes. Yes. And um, and so she, had a was a she had a heart condition or something. She got dizzy. She fell, hit her head against a desk, and died. Right. And and uh, Trump is and Trump, as he does, said, uh, tweeted to the world. Um, 
I'm not saying he murdered. He did. I'm not saying he murdered her, but he definitely could have murdered her. Many good people are. Many many people say. Many people are saying, um, yes. And so just today, the uh, widower of this woman, uh, Tim Klausutis, officially requested Twitter to take those tweets down because he said it violated their terms of service by falsely suggesting Scarborough, Joe Scarborough murdered this woman in his office. An ordinary user like me would be banished from the platform for such a tweet. Mr. Klausutis wrote in the letter, but I am only asking that these tweets be removed. And Jack, Jack Dorsey of Twitter said, no, we're leaving it up. Well, that's a different issue. I, I'm not necessarily, I'm not, it, I think that Twitter does now put that fast fact check little button at the bottom of tweet. That says, you know, I mean, if if Trump says, you know, the moon is made of green cheese, uh, and we all know it, and it's the deep state that has hidden this from you all these years, and they put a little thing underneath there that says, if you want to read more about this subject, about the facts on this subject, click here. That I think is is a reasonable thing to do, uh, but I don't know that that. I want Twitter being the arbiter of what's acceptable and what isn't any more than I want than I want Trump being that. Sorry, you really don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing with this. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> mm, there we go. Um, okay, that's fair. So you think it, you think in this case it is an issue of free speech? No, I don't think it's a. It's not a matter of free speech because free speech, the First Amendment only protects us against the government um, limiting our right that's to right. free speech. Uh, if I if if that's why I'm like you know if Alex Jones, uh, if YouTube kicks Alex, uh, Alex Jones off of YouTube. They have every right to do that. And if totally. Alex Jones wants to go get his own website somewhere and post it on the internet and post his garbage on the internet, he has the right to do that. Right. Um, and, and then the sites that host that host his website can choose not they, to show it then. That's right. But every I have I could show you right there. There's a server running in my garage. If I want to put a website up on the internet, I don't need a service provider. I just need a server sitting right there. So I have uh, he has the same power if if he's got enough people who follow his garbage, uh, then he can figure out how to put together a lamp stack. OK, so following on that, Twitter did take action for the first time about the president um, regarding his tweets about vote by mail. Um, the president tweeted and apologies to all of you who try to avoid everything that this person says um, all day. And here you come to just relax and enjoy watching people eat popsicles and lemons. There is no way that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent. Mailboxes will be robbed, ballots will be forged, and even illegally printed out and fraudulently signed. The governor of California is sending ballots to millions of people. 
blah blah blah. He's such a so that's such a dipshit that guy. He's a he's a dick. He's a dick. And he doesn't know anything. And even if he did know anything, he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't find the truth with two hands and a flashlight. I mean, he's he's so. I mean, he lies about stuff that's not not even important to lie about. Like when he was talking about taking hydrochloroquine, he wasn't taking hydrochloroquine. He was just—I don't know, oh, folks. Yeah. Do you think yeah, he's yeah. taking hydrochloroquine? Hmm? Let us know. I'm no, asking I'm our viewers. So anyway, I don't know. What anyway, what Twitter said Twitter added those fact check labels that you're talking about. Essentially, to learn more about vote by mail. Yeah, there's. Um, I mean. You know, I mean, you know, the funny thing is, though, that anybody who knows anything knows that he's lying, knows that it's bullshit. It's not it's not like and what happens. So so when someone like you or me read it with Trump tweet, we go, yeah, that's bullshit. And we immediately just discount it. His fault. His people are like using it as fact and they make signs and they go and and. Um, it's very and, disturbing. Um, protest at the at the funerals of you know gay soldiers, but he um, but the fact that they put that little fact check there that's just Twitter basically, and this is how Trump interprets it. It's just Twitter saying, "Yeah, that's bullshit," and here's why. <laughs> so now, when all his followers are looking at these tweets. They all have to see that little thing there that says, oh, yeah, this is bullshit, and here's why. So now Twitter's going to be part of the deep state. I mean, when you have Fox News, now, did you see? Well, they the, already are. Did you see the Chris Wallace thing? I mean, so now even Chris Wallace is now part of the fake media. I mean, if, when Fox News is even oh, like, sure. being rejected as fake news, so so what's real? So so Donald Trump is the only guy in this in, in all in, who has any power who actually tells the truth. And he's the everybody queen. else is lying. He's the queen bee, and everybody who believes in him is in his hive, and they are worker bees. And when there's a threat to the hive, they will swarm, and it doesn't matter, and they will swarm until they die. That's just how it works. Yeah. Plus plus. What are the odds? What are the odds we don't even have an election in November? What are the odds? Oh well, you know the COVID thing, and 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 I mean, again, this goes back to the whole thing that he's not leaving anyway. He's going to find some excuse why why it, the 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 uh, election was fraudulent or rigged or I mean, he's already he's already saying it's rigged. So what he's doing is he's gra laying the ground groundwork just like he did in the first election. Except he won, so he didn't have to use it. But he's laying the groundwork so that if he loses, he's going, see, rigged, rigged, rigged. I well, was of course he is. Yeah. No, this is surprising. Everybody right. knows this. And he's not going he's, he's to leave, I'm telling you. But if he doesn't, you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do, Randy? I'm going to go grab him and just rip him right out of there. Okay. I'm going to knock on the door and go, excuse me, and just right out of there. That's excellent. You understand that the White House has got gates and guards? I don't care. Well, I'm first of all, so there we go. At least we know it's not going to be a problem. So thank you. Yeah. Um, that's covered for us. Do I have not, to get out of my way? Uh, oh, I got a hawk now. Boy, it's like Wild Kingdom out here. Let me look outside. Who? Fog. <laughs> um, California. The state of California. 
Yeah, I'm in it right now. Me too. You know, it's interesting. You and I are both also in the county of L.A., mm -hmm. though neither of us is in the city of L.A., mm -hmm. and you aren't even in a city. You know, that, that, was, that came across very judgy, David. No, I think it's great. Okay. Um, Just because I have hawks and coyotes. Well, yeah. Again, if you were in a city, there'd be no hawks and coyotes, right? That's definitely just county level animals. Yeah. Um, so the county of Cal these the what are we? Is this a state? What are we? California. County of Los Angeles. California. Yes. Is moving into the early stages of phase three. Oh, we're going to talk about this now. There's nothing good to talk. You know, I was watching the CBS Morning News this morning, and like Gail King practically started to cry. Like the news is so lousy. Every every like every every story, story after story after story, was so bad, was such bad news that like Gail King started to cry, and I was like, it made me so sad because you know she's friends with Oprah. Um, yeah, it's sad. I'm sorry. You were saying nothing. Just well, hair salons and barbershops. Now, you know, the other thing that annoys me is Except that. Except for LA get, County. We can't get accurate. Wait, gonna, hang on. I got to go and retitle this episode Things That Annoy Randy. Oh, I'm sorry. And, am I ranting? Am I ranting? That's. that's That is your your thing. That's your bailiwick. That's your my, wheelhouse. It's, it's kind of my default, uh, my default status. Here, okay. Confirm cases today. Now, and this number is skewed because... Just this is to put this out there, Robert says there's no way the election will be postponed. And I'm with you. I don't... Okay. I don't Just because the president's, um, you know, wants it to be postponed or Kushner says it's going to be postponed. Okay. I don't buy it. Uh, confirmed cases today, new cases today in LA County, 1,852. Yeah. 989 yesterday. Well, all right, but yesterday was the end of you know holiday weekend. The number of cases that, that again, you know. What's that got to do with the in Wuhan? But incubation period is up to 14 days. So if we're getting 1800 new cases today, that means these people were infected what, a week ago? Two weeks ago? No. Well, no one knows when they were infected. They could have been exactly. infected. So, wow, that is a big hawk. Okay. People know when they were. Wow. What? Share it with us, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just looking at a the. A podcast is more of a interactive uh thing than you I just want to say with regard to to caseload that you know that's that's not I think what's more important again is is people who are dying well that's true and those numbers seem to be a little bit down but I just wonder if that's reporting because how is it possible that uh cases are way up but the number of people dying is way down how is that possible well the 29 today, 29 deaths today. 
again, well, yeah, because I think that we're doing more testing, right? So we have to assume that all this time there have been a lot of people who have had the virus, who didn't get tested, who never got sick, and everything was fine. So now we're capturing them. So the number of people who are getting tested increases, the number of people who so you're saying we're testing, the virus. We're, we're testing people who aren't sick? Because you can go in and get tested. Are people doing that? Do you know anybody who's done that? Well, I'm confident it's, it's happening. Yes, I do know someone who's done it. It was a so woman. People who just want to know, like before they go back to work. I mean, again, I'm like, why would you? Why would you get tested unless? What would be the reason that you would want to specifically get tested if you didn't think you were sick? Because you uh, work with people who might be vulnerable and you want to know yourself. You think you may have been exposed. You work in a job that exposes you to a lot of people. Then if I walk in and get a test today and it's negative, what does that do for me going forward? It's just a sign of it's a snapshot. It doesn't mean that you couldn't go on your way home, lick a handrail and get coronavirus. You know, you want to do that. I have like one hobby and you make fun of it. And I just think that you're. I just don't think that's fair. Listen, handrail licking was a, a totally respected profession, and, and I don't want to take that away from you. And if you want to move into that and leave what you're currently doing, I'm I'm behind you 100%. It seems like a weird time. Sure. So we had other things. Um, By all means. You know, there's... There's the National Hockey League is um, planning on opening. I like hockey. What? I like hockey. You do? Mm -hmm. So do I. Let's all go to a game. Oh, we can't. Are they going to open up and do games in front of nobody? Commissioner Gary Bettman said today that 24 of the league's 31 teams will resume play. Phase two of the reopening plan, a return to club facilities for training in small groups, will begin in early June. But formal training camps won't begin before July 1st. Phase four will be in-conference round-robin games, playoff qualifying rounds, and the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, but in front of people or not in front of people? Well, that's going to probably be based on what the host city's rules are. So that's not like in the state of California, we are not there yet. Well, I saw a lot of people over the weekend going to the beach and going to pool parties and stuff. So I guess it's fine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, everybody's ready to go. Uh, yeah. So I think we're going to see a little bit of the spikes I mean, they're already reporting some of these, some of these states that ha had early reopening. <laughs> That's how much nature hates our podcast. <laughs> no, it's how much nature is rebounding. Okay, if I'm suddenly attacked by a pack of by a pack of coyotes. Um, 
make sure that uh, Gail King doesn't find out about it. Let's just listen. It's kind of all this talk. Yeah. Great. All right. I was wondering that why I didn't see the cat around today. <laughs> Have you seen your neighbor's infant? Because <laughs> there may be dingoes in the neighborhood. Yes, these are dingoes. That was very close, though. Those guys were, like, right there. Hmm. All right. All I'm saying is that there is reopening, and that's happening around the country. And I think that's the problem is that you have some people who will see the reopening signs and just go full bore. Well, let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. I saw at one of these pool parties, I saw this young dude. Oh, wow. Wow. Very majestic in the, with the sun going down and Coyote just standing there. It was pretty cool. Anyway, I saw this, this dude at the pool was like, you know what? If you don't want to get sick, stay home. Is that a valid? Is, is that a valid argument? Like, don't don't tell me what to do. But if, if you don't, if you're afraid of going out and getting sick, don't go out. Stay home. I, I you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it's a if it's an elective thing that this guy is taking part in, I think okay, you can't argue that. But if it's he's going to be hanging around the hospital, sneezing at people, it's like no. You got to go. Or delivering my pizza. Or delivering your pizza. But, you know. I got to tell you, this guy looked a lot like a pizza delivery guy. It's a look. Don't be fooled. Sometimes they're the president. The president of the pizza delivery guys? Yeah, listen, folks. We never promised that we were going to have a lot of stuff tonight. What? Oh, Larry's here. We had some we had some wildlife. It got exciting there for a minute. We have there's a lot going on. There's no doubt. I you know we're doing things and making but, up stuff. And, but at least we're not talking about uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry, because that was like what was in the news before all this hit. That was yeah, like exactly. Story. Yeah, somebody somebody saw last week tonight or something like that. What would we like to be talking about? I'm going to put this out to our audience for our last say five ish minutes. What should we as a nation be talking about instead of the same old same old? I'll wait. Well, we shouldn't. I mean, the same old same old has become everything. Because the same old, same old is this insane asshole of a president doing what he's doing. Right. And you're going back to that. So, yeah, because and that's not um, that's the same old, same old. So we can't stop talking about no, it. No, I, I disagree. I, I, stop do not, talking about I do it. not buy the idea that continually and daily being deranged with, you know, apoplexy about the president 
counts as not normalizing. It's just being deranged about it. And you have to find a place that is rational and I, detached. And I, would, I would agree with you normally, except it's not like one thing. It's not like he did or said one thing and that and we hang on to it and, and like and dwell on it and just keep going and going and going. No, he comes up with new stuff every day for us. Right. To and what are we, his puppets? Because we respond. We're, we're, we're Pavlovian dogs drooling after every yeah. time he's... So what are we supposed to do? Go, oh, okay, well, whatever. Our, our, the, guy, the, the guy with his finger on the button is crazy, and oh, well, let's, uh, let's focus on other things. Well, sometimes you actually do, actually. And sometimes focusing on other things helps us be more effective, impactful, rational. We can't make it an argument in everything he does every day, and yet that's exactly what we've done for almost four years. It, it doesn't normalize him to filter out the majority of the bullshit and to have one ongoing resistance to him, I, I accept. But we can't just be like, oh my God, did you see that? Please, we've seen it, yes. We've seen it, it's just a variation. What was that? Oh my God, it's... It sounded like a firework. Man, it's been like, it's like crazy out here tonight. Okay, so what do we focus on instead? How do we change things? So More we can never again have someone in the Oval Office as a criminal grifter who didn't want to govern well. That's a good question. It does get me to a this topic because, as you know, the president has essentially fired like five watchdogs in the government. Watchdogs well, from different agencies. What, what we've learned, what we've learned, if, if nothing else, is that the the office of the presidency is simply too powerful and we need to usurp some of the power from that office. I can't even grasp why a government watchdog could be fired by the president when so often there are watchdogs over his cabinet and his agency. It seems like, well, isn't that the person who sort of needs to be held accountable and he can fire the person who does that? Right. It's like, what? yeah, what? it's hard to believe that it was the system was set up such that he hires and fires the guy who investigates him or or that investigates his administration or the same in like the State Department, that the secretary of state is the guy that hires the guy that investigates him. That should be another body. But then how do you how do you prevent that from being a political hit job? Not right now, you don't. Because it's always you know, going to because you'd say, okay, well, then if the other say Congress does it, well, if Congress is the same party as the president, everyone's going to say, oh, well, it's he's a lackey, and if uh, and if it's done by somebody who's if they're in the other party, it's a it's a political hit job. So who? I think the only option we have is obviously to get this guy out of office, to pray that Biden is the person elected and um, is not cuckoo crazy. And under the magnanimity of a rational president, in, in, implement laws that fill all the gaps that this fuckface has exposed, right? All of them, whether it's emoluments. I, don't know. I wonder, is it constitute? I mean, do you have to do it? Do you actually have to have like a constitutional amendment? Or, I mean, there's- Not it, for most it, of these even, things. Even, even Obama did so much stuff by presidential 
order that it's, you know, that's not the way it's supposed to work. So it's like if, if, if the system has, has broken down so much that we can't actually get anything done that we have to actually just go around the system by just but issuing orders, then what's the point? That's not how it has to be done. It's just that Biden has to be able to go into office and essentially say, we're now going to put laws into place that will restrain my power and everybody after. Right. And they right. can be pinpointed to all of the, the gaps that we've had. And they have to be. They have to be laws on the books. Not. Yeah. It really should be. Actually, you know what? It, it, it Actually, that could really be God His willing. That, that could be Biden's legacy. Yeah. Is that he redefined the presidency and gave up his own power to do it? Right, because of course he'll, you know, by the second year in, he'll be making so many gas. We'll be using the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Yeah, well, for I him. I it. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's. I mean, not that I was a big Bernie fan. You know, I wasn't. But it's just hard to believe that. This is what we. This is what we've come to like. Listen to you. This is the guy that all of civilization is depending on. Finally, you're coming around. You see how great it would have been. Yes, he's kind of an annoying grouch, but God, he's a solid man. Oh, Bernie? No, no. Yeah, Bernie. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh, he no, would have been able to. No, no, no. He's a muppet. We're not going to have a Muppet for a president. Uh oh, I don't, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> are we done? I'm, I don't know. We might be done. I don't know. The sun's going down. Well, hey, actually, do you want to see the sunset? You're less visible. Here's the, here's the sunset. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, it's kind of nice. That's what the coyote was up at the top of that hill. So that's beautiful. That's really yeah. beautiful. That's why I like hanging out down here and eating uh, popsicles. Actually, I was thinking. I was thinking what we could do. Actually, okay, Sean. In addition to a live on Facebook podcast, we could do a live social distance podcast. We could do it right here on the on my driveway. And people could just either drive up. It could be like a drive-up thing. Or they could come and we have these chairs. And we could just set out social distance some chairs here on the driveway. I think it's a good idea. Do a live, in-person podcast. I think it's a good idea. Um, hey, Sean, can you drive out and just sit in the street in front of Randy's place? All right. But if you can't, you can join online. Yeah. Um. We got a few locals. And it's a great idea. So we'll do it. You you and I, for sure, we, we'll be physically distant. And then we can have a physically distant audience. I don't. I hope we don't get arrested. Um, not, not in this neighborhood, you're not going to get arrested. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll request that people wear masks of your favorite Avenger. Well, we have, I have a lot of people taking, people take walks around here. So, I mean, we have, it, my neighborhood actually has kind of come alive since this whole thing because you never used to see as many people like taking walks and, and mm -hmm. being outside and being sitting on their driveways with their neighbors. You kind of, it's, it's actually been kind of cool, except when the coyotes try to eat you. But other than that, 
I think that, you know, look, there are some things in this strange world we're in that have been discoveries for people. And I, I agree with that. I like, I see more people walking around in general and hopefully we'll hang on to whatever it is that's a little more grounded when everything is open. I just think they're going to open stuff and then we're going to have a resurgence and then we're going to have to close it all down again. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, the, the the good thing, yes, I think that's true. But the good thing about that is that we are testing. There are, you know, measures in place that say when when we see these kind of numbers, we shut it down. That won't be great because that means people are going to suffer because of it. But I think we're much more ready to 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 tune in to you know how things are going to change. There'll be a little lag, but that's my theory. All right, Dave. All right, Randy. It's been real. It's been real. It's been a real podcast. It's been definitely sorry, a podcast. I'm sorry I was ranty. That's what you are, man. Well, you know, there's a whole different, where is it? There's a whole range of Randys that we've been talking about. You probably missed it all. But Next anyway. week, I'll be relaxed, Randy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, I want to say. Made Randy. What? Instead of enraged Randy, I'll be relaxed Randy. See, I thought you said deranged Randy, and I was going to say you nailed it. Well, that's my, that's what I do during the day. <laughs> um, thanks to all of our many viewers. Our many listener. Our many listener, our many viewer. You guys, you're the ones, man. You're the ones we do this for. You're like the fifth player. You're... And you're welcome. Right. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, just keep your feet on the ground and keep, keep reaching, reaching for the stars. stars. There you go. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. Bye, Randy. Shunk. Shunk. You have to hit stop now. Shunk. You have to go mm, stop being alive. Shunk.